0: Welcome back everyone to another brand new episode of the Defying University podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a quick second to let you know that the first annual Define University Summit has been scheduled. yes, it has. I'm so, so excited. The theme this year will be the Day of Discovery, and it will be on Saturday, June 14th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it will be just that, a day of discovery. So think about a conference where the main goal is that you discover more about who you are as an educator, as well as who you get to be as an educator. We are going to create this synergistic community and connection all day long through the virtual lens. Yes, we are going to do it because we are educators and that's what we know to do. And we are going to not only celebrate who we are as educators on that given day, on this given day, but we're also going to learn new things. My goal for you at the end of this summit is that you walk away with tips and tricks and strategies to immediately implement in your classroom because you discovered them by discovering who you are and anchoring into who you are as the educator that you are. So get ready, a day of discovery is coming and proposals to speak at the event are now open. They are open all month long, all through March. So go ahead, the link is right in the show notes or send me a DM, reach out, get that Get that form and get yourself, get your proposal submitted because I cannot wait. Ticket sales will be coming soon, so stay tuned for that, but do not miss out on the first annual Define University Summit. I'm excited and I hope you are just as excited too. All right, now though, let's get to the episode at hand. Oh my goodness, I'm excited to record this one for uh, for a few different reasons. Um, And I've titled it, The Reflection Between the Two Marches. (laughs) So what marches are we talking about? Well, we're talking about March 2020, and March 2021. What a year it has been. And I had the, I had the opportunity, right? We all had the opportunity to do some reflecting over the last few weeks of really what has this last year meant to us. And if you have not done that exercise yet, listen to this episode, but then you know, move it up on the priority list. Because when I think about reflecting, I always come back to the Steve Jobs quote that I'm gonna to read to you here. So again, Steve Jobs says, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and has made all the difference in my life. And I could not agree more with that quote, especially in this last year. When March 13th, 2020, right, the day that is now known as the quote unquote shutdown or when everything changed, you know, we didn't know why. Well, I guess we knew why in terms of, you know, COVID-19, but we didn't know why in the greater meaning of it. And I think one thing that I have learned through this year, but also through this inner work that I have done over the last three years now, is that the why for me is going to be different than the why for you. And this is why I believe the power of reflection is so important. Because I can sit here and I can share with you my reflections, which I'm going to do. But my hope is that you then in turn don't say, yeah, I just agree with that and that's my reflection too. My hope is that you then take this and you consume what I'm sharing and now you create your own interpretation you create your own reflection. Because that, when we talk about defining who we are or who you are as an educator, the process may be similar, but the outcome is vastly different because you are different than me and I am different from you. And that's the beauty of this work. But I think so often we look for that, give me the three things that will that will take my stress away. Give me the four steps to take and life will be great. <laughs> well, hopefully by now, you know, as we are at episode six of this podcast, you know that it is simple, but not that simple, right? We have to take what other people have tried, or I guess a better word is we get to, right? We get to take what other people have done, what other people have figured out, but the important step is to always look in the mirror and to always bring it back to who we are. And so as I look back on this last year, it has been a powerful year. It has been a revolutionary year. It has been a year of transformation. And I don't say those things lightly. I don't say those things to skirt around the challenges that have arisen because I've had my own fair share of challenges, right? I lost my mom this year. That was a huge uh, change to my life. That was something I'm still working through. I am still grieving. I am still learning how to process those emotions that, that I felt you know, when it happened in December, as well as here I am now in March, right? All of those pieces are still important. You know, I have, many of you may know, or you may not know, my family, besides my immediate family, they all live in Canada. So I have not seen them in over a year face-to-face because the border is shut down. So even though they live about, you know, two, three hours from me, I cannot see them by a rule set by somebody outside of myself. Now I could sit here and say those two things alone, and trust me, there were more challenges than that, but those are the two big ones. I could say they ruined 2020 for me, 2020 to 2021, but that does not serve me. And what I know about the words I use and the language I speak is that it creates the world I live in. And so if I am using words that those two things ruined my year, then I'm also at the same time saying the year was not worth it and 2020 was absolutely worth it. So yes, challenges happened and I've been sad and I will continue to be sad and I will be angry and I will be frustrated and I will be all of the emotions But one of the biggest lessons I learned from this year is that with the struggle comes strength. Through that struggle, working through it comes strength in who I am and a level of strength that I didn't even know I was capable of holding. We cannot and we do not have one without the other. And that is why it is so important that we stay focused on this present moment because back to that quote by by Steve Jobs, is that there will be a connection. There will be a lesson. There will be meaning found in those moments, but we may not know them or we do not know them ahead of time. We only know them by saying, I'm here today because of what I've done yesterday, the day before, the week before, and so on and so forth. But we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional in taking the time to make those connections. Because if we are not, what I've found is that we tend to overgeneralize. We make those comments, the whole year was, was a challenge. The whole year I struggled. Think of behavior in our classroom, the whole day the student engaged in behavior. But when I actually break it down, or we watch the video, or we take the data, we see it wasn't all six hours, it was three hours. And while that's still a big number, there's a big difference between three hours and six hours. There's a big difference between what feels like one hour and it's really eight minutes. But we make this, we make this global, I don't wanna say assumption, but this global expansion of how long it's taking. And when we actually look and we make those connections, we realize there is still things like strength. There is still skills. There are still moments to moments of success to celebrate in all that we do. And so if I had to put a theme to this past year, in addition to what i just spoke about, it is my favorite quote that came out of 2020, which is that uncertainty is the catalyst for my creativity. And I don't know about you, but 2020 was absolutely the uncertainty that was my catalyst for my own creativity in one year. I published a journal. I launched Ignite Your Legacy, which is my signature 12 week course three times. I launched two new courses, Magnify Your Mindset and The Power of One. I recorded 50 plus podcast episodes. I had one-on-one coaching clients and that was through a Define university lens. Through an educator lens, I became connected and integrated in the Teach Better program, Teach Better team, the Teach Better network, the Teach Better family. I'm a Teach Better ambassador. I started blogging for the Teach Better team. I'm on the Teach Better podcast network and I could go on and on and on. See, all of those things happen in one year's time and that, that just barely skims the surface. But let's go back because we know we connect the dots going backwards, right? So one year ago in March, on March uh, 12th and March 13th of 2020, I was doing something that I had never done before. And I'm not talking COVID nineteen related. I had the opportunity to give two one day, a full day, six hour workshops out of state. I was in Rhode Island and New Hampshire on the 12th and 13th when this when this shutdown happened. See, six months before then, back in 2019, I was on Brian Mendler's podcast. I was his first ever guest on his podcast. And after that conversation, he said, "I think you, I think you could do it." And I said, "Do what?" He said, "I think you could do what I do. Would, is that does that interest you?" And little did he know that absolutely was one of those bucket list items that was a one day someday for me. And here he was saying that one day can be someday really soon. Let's work together. And I said, "Heck yes, let's do it." And so I spent the next few months revamping and vamping my my PowerPoint and getting ready. And getting ready and talking to him and and working through it, building my confidence, right? Can I really do this? Can I I do this? Heck yes, I can do this. And so these moments of can I do this became I can do this. And then it became when will I do this? And then those dates were set. And they were set for March 12th and March 13th. And the week leading up to that, couple weeks leading up to that, oh my goodness, my nerves were through the roof (laughs) because I didn't know if I was going to do it. Right here, I had spent months preparing for this, getting so excited, and I was out of my control. It was out of my control whether I was going to be able to give these presentations or not. So I was set to fly out on Wednesday, the 11th, and I remember talking to Brian that day saying, am I going? Am I not going? And he said, you're going. You're going. And I did. I got on that plane scared as I'll get out because I have a, I, planes naturally just scare me, but now I have this added what is happening in the world around us, what's happening in our country, but I trusted it and I went and I did it. I was scared, but I did it. And I gave that presentation in Rhode Island on Thursday. And I gave that presentation again in New Hampshire on the 13th. And I was so excited to give it. And I was still nervous, right? I'm working through all the emotions but I was focused on the presentation because it's what I had worked so hard to do. I didn't wanna let the educators down. I didn't wanna let Brian down. And most of all, I didn't wanna let myself down. Well, I still remember on that Friday around one o'clock, the workshop went till about three, 3.30. And right around one o'clock, there was a, there was a major energy shift in the room. More people stopped looking at me and started looking at their screens. More people stopped looking at me and cell phones were buzzing and cell phones were coming out. And so I took a natural pause, right? I read the audience. I said, something's going on here and let's take a break. Let's take our break. So I bumped our break up a few minutes early and I went and I checked in with everybody. Well, what had happened is all the notices had gone through at that point in time that schools were closed for at least two weeks. And so here these educators are sitting with me in this room, learning about how to motivate and engage and connect with our most challenging students. And now they know they're not going to see those students face-to-face for at least two weeks. Well, and now we know it was a lot longer than two weeks. And So I kept going. I validated their emotions. We worked through it. Right. I finished that presentation and I was so, so exhausted. And yet, you know, between feeling pride, and between an exhausted and all these things, I took a split second to open up my own email. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, this is real. My school had closed. My daughter's school had closed. The physical building, again, we know school did not close, but the physical buildings were closing and so school was shifting to this virtual this virtual platform so here i am in new hampshire wondering oh my goodness where do i go from here and in that moment i was really grateful for the work i had done at learning how to stay present in the present moment because in the present moment all i wanted to do was get all i wanted to do was get home safely see my family And I knew then, then I would be able to work through this new problem that had arisen. And so I went to the airport, you know, I'm in New Hampshire, my flights are delayed. (laughs) And so I jumped to this, oh my goodness, I'm never going to get home. And I thought for a split second about actually just renting a car and driving, but I was so exhausted. I didn't trust that I'd make it. So I sat in the airport wondering, what are these two weeks going to look like? What are they going to be? Because that's what we thought, right? I thought it was going to be two weeks. And that was the start. Of the pandemic that that here we are one year later. And so as I look through that story and as I look through this past year, I could focus on what was lost or I can focus on what was gained. And hopefully by now you know what my answer is and I'm going to focus on what was gained because I do not feel a year was lost. We lived it. We lived it every single day and we lived it deep. We lived it with so much perseverance and res, uh, resiliency and vulnerability and authenticity, why would we throw that away? Why would you throw away all that you have become in this last year? And if I'm focusing on what I lost, I'm throwing it away. Now that again, that does not mean I'm not going to have moments of struggle. I'm not going to have moments of of pain and, and challenge. But if I look at the whole year, I wouldn't change it. I learned more about who I am and who I want to be in this world through this year because I was forced by something outside of my control to go outside of my comfort zone, to try something new, to live in the land of uncertainty, which was my catalyst for creativity. I wouldn't have done, probably would not have done half the things I did this year if it was not because I was forced to do something different. I couldn't keep doing what I had always done because that option was taken from me. Yeah, somebody outside of my, my control said, you can't do that anymore. And again, I had the choice every single time to say, all right, well, then I'm not going to do anything. Or, all right, I see you. I see you plan A, you're not going to work. Plan B, what you got for me? Plan C, D, E. Let's keep going. I have that power. That's my personal power and you have it as well. You have it within you. So when we talk about things like connecting with our students that are are challenging us in the moment. Or we're connecting with students that, that are not engaging like we, we know they can engage. It is not about what they can do. It is about what I can do. But in order to know what I can do, I have to know who I am. And I have to know those triggers and I have to know why I'm personally struggling. Because see, like saying things like a challenging year, or challenging behavior, let's go with the behavior. It is not a challenging behavior for the student. They are doing a solution. They are engaging in a solution to the problem they are having. It is not a challenge for them. It's a solution and it's working or they wouldn't be doing it. Remember, we always presume competence. They're doing the best they can in the moment with what they currently have. And our job, my job is to teach and support all day, every day. I don't get to say, "I'm I'm gonna support you with this behavior, but not with that one. The support may look different. The teaching may look different but support and teach those are non-negotiables in my lens, in my values of an educator. See, challenging behavior is not challenging for the student. It is a behavior that is challenging me as the educator, because there's a barrier. And as humans, we don't like barriers. We don't like when things don't happen the way we want them to happen. So what if 2020 was a barrier? Did you let that barrier stop you? Or did you work every single day to break down that barrier and let your true self shine? And if if you're one or the other, I don't believe that that's as easy as the case. I think where we've, we've... fall in the land of in between in that one. There were some days when I said, all right, fine, you win. (laughs) And I had my day, but there were other days that said, no way, COVID, you don't get to control me, I do. My personal power is at play here and I'm gonna show up no matter what. And so what did that bring? That brought things that I learned that connection is possible through the virtual lens. Some of my best friends that I've made over this year, Soul Sisters. Connections that I didn't even know were possible, I've never met these people in in person. So connection is possible no matter what. Connection happens when you connect with yourself first. Define University exploded. Define University became part of me, my true identity. It was no longer a business. And it is, but that is not how I view it. Define University is the mission and vision that I live into every single day. And I made more connections through Define University's mission than I ever thought possible. And I realized how important this mission is in defining who we are and that owning who we are and loving who we are and trusting who we are allows us To, yes, define who we are, but it allows us to use our own personal inner power to create the legacy that we want to be creating every single day. We don't create in the future. We create today. The creation starts today, right here, right now. You have that ability. I am now closer than ever with my own daughter at home. See, prior to working where I work now as a K-12 behavior specialist for a public school district, I worked for a non-for-profit and I also worked for an in-home ABA um, company that did private ABA insur- uh, insurance-based therapy. I I feel like I lost out. When you talk about lost, those years, I was very career driven. I was very much focused on my career and I lost sight of what mattered most to me at home. I was working 12, 14 hour days and I felt okay with it at the non-for-profit because my daughter went to daycare there. And so when her daycare day was, daycare day was done, she'd come in my office for a little bit and I'd work a little bit longer because I thought, well, she's here, she's still here, so we're okay. And to some of you may be wondering, but isn't that the blended lifestyle? Well, it's not because I was not living the blended lifestyle. I was living the, I still want to work and it's okay that my daughter's here. I did not put that need at the priority. And then when I worked for the insurance company, my commute would days span two hours and I worked, I worked in homes. And so I worked after school. Again, this was a choice I had made. I had said yes to this and I loved it. From a work component, I loved the work that I did. From a f- family component, I felt like I had lost years of being a mom and a wife to my, do- my daughter and my husband. And so I felt that with COVID, with being home and and really being a part of my daughter's life every single day, I feel more connected and closer to her now. And I feel like I gained. you know, we talk about accelerated growth feel like I got accelerated connection with my own daughter at home. And I feel like we are closer now because of the time that we, we gained, because of the time that we were provided to be together all day, every day. The next thing I learned is sometimes logic needs to be thrown out the window. And this is coming from somebody that used to plan her plans with a plan. <laughs> and now I realize sometimes plans don't serve me. And sometimes I need to say, you know what? I'm throwing logic out the window and I'm going with my gut. I'm going with what feels right. Because some when some things are so much out of our control, that's all that I have is, is my gut, right? My intuition, who I am, my energy that I'm holding. And sometimes I had to just throw it out and say, I'm going to do what feels right in this moment. And I'm going to trust that, again, going back to that quote, that it's going to connect in some way, shape, or form. Trust in who I am is a non-negotiable anymore. That's why I was able to ditch guilt years ago. Because guilt and trust cannot cannot simultaneously be together, right? They cannot occur together. So if I'm choosing trust in all of who I am, then there's no need for guilt. You can say goodbye to it. The last thing that I want to share is that I learned that the messiest moments are where our momentum is built. Right? Perfection is not anything that I'm I'm seeking to attain anymore because I'm perfect in this present moment. Again, it relates to that trust. Who I am in this very moment at this very second is perfect because that's all I know. As I learn and grow, I change and that's a beautiful process, and sometimes that process is messy. Sometimes that process is what the heck is going on? Sometimes that process is can't do this. But then the very next thought gets to be, and yes, I can. Or it might be, do I want to, right? You get to decide what those next thoughts are. You get to make those connections. But those messy moments, that's where the magic happens. That's where momentum happens. And these are all things that became very clear to me over this last year. And so here I am one year later, and I am so much stronger for it, and I'm hoping you are too. And again, this is not to say that there are not challenges. I am not trying to diminish anything challenging that happened. What I'm trying to do is offer you a way to reflect on this year so you identify those challenges. We learn the lessons, we learn the meaning, we gather the information, but we never lose sight of the positives that happened to We never lose sight of the celebrations. We never lose sight of the steps to success that we took because even those challenges have moments of celebration within them. But if we focus on only the things we lost, only the things we do not have, how we do one thing is how we tend to do everything. I learned that quote from Jim Fortin, and I truly believe that to be true. And so if, if maybe you're not thinking of the whole year, but maybe you're reflecting on your school day. If you reflect on your school day and only highlight the negatives, you are going to only find negatives day in and day out. When you take a moment and change the negatives to growth opportunities or learning opportunities or what did I love and what did I learn today? And we take out words like good, bad, right, wrong, positive, negative. There's always opposites. That's the that's the beauty of it. They're always there. It's not, they're here for this person, but not for that. They are, but how we choose to look and understand them, that's up to you. That's your personal power. Don't give it away. And so the things happen, but we find strength. And so where I stand today, where I sit today in my office, I'm focusing on that. I am focusing on today. I am focusing on staying present. I focus on what I can do in this moment and I focus on who I am and I love who I am in this moment right here, right now. Because here's the last takeaway for you. If you want every moment to matter, then we have to make the choice to make every moment matter. There you have it, everyone. There is my reflection between the two marches. I would love to know what resonated most with you. I would love to know what your reflection of the last year has been for you. And if you wouldn't mind, if you love this episode as much as I loved recording it for you, I would love for you to head on over and rate, review, subscribe. You know all the things. Let's share the message of Define University with the educators that need it most. Because in this day and age, we can all use a little reminder to define who we are as we are every single day. If you would love to take it one step further, I would love for you to share this out with your friends, with your colleagues, with your school, with anybody that you think needs this message today. If you share it out on social media, I would love for you to tag me in it so I can thank you and I can celebrate along with you and we can keep the connection of Define University going that much further. Thank you so much, everyone. I will see you next week, same time, same place with a brand new episode just for you. And until then, keep on loving who you are, owning who you are, trusting who you are, They will help you define who you are each and every day. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you all soon.